kids may be back to school, but that doesn't mean there's not still stupid people to make fun of. Let's get this show on the road. Beginning on that old podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Audata Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I'm your host, as always, the wonderfully entertaining Adam Higgins, and this is the show where I share my crazy stories and view of the world while generally making fun of things. Alright, like I said, it's back to school season, which is a pain in the ass, um... Things have been really hectic around here. Like I've really, I've been trying to get an episode recorded for weeks now. And if you are one of the loyal listeners out there who actually pays attention to that, it's we're pushing three weeks, and and I don't like it. I, I've said it before, and if you follow me on Twitter or on Facebook, I I do not like missing a show. I don't like. When a week goes by and I don't have something out there new for you. And it's not that stuff doesn't happen. It's just that, you know, what they say, life comes first. And unfortunately, that's just kind of been the case for the last few weeks. Um, my wife and I have both been doing a lot of overtime. And if you've paid attention at all, or if you're one of the unfortunate few who've been here since the beginning, I work nights. I work exclusively overnights, and so I typically am getting home in the 2 to 3 a.m. range. Well, lately it's been more the 4 to 5 a.m. range, and my wife has been doing overtime as well, so she's been going in early, so she's waking up in the 5 a.m. range. Fun times. Not that we have a lot of time that we get to spend together because of our schedules and everything, But I'm getting home right before her alarm goes off. Fun. I'm not waking up for that shit. Uh, But uh, it's been stressful to say the least. Just the us both working so much more for the last few weeks. Uh, Just a little frayed. A little more tired. But the worst part of it is. Like I said. School is back in session. So now I'm rolling in around 4 or 5 a.m. And then I get to wake up at 6.30 to get the boys up and dressed and ready for school. And, I mean, this is a big change from just a few weeks ago where I got to sleep in as late as 7 or 7.15 on a good day. Uh, But now I've kind of become, like, I've shifted into that school time, Mr. Mom meets Magic School Bus mode, where, you know, I'm up at 6.30, I get, you know, get the baby changed and dressed and get, you know, everybody, get the boys all dressed and make sure everybody's out of pajamas because, like their mom, my boys would live in their pajamas if I let them. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm a guy who gets up out of bed and I throw on jeans and a t-shirt and socks and shoes instantly. My wife lives in pajamas all day. I must get dressed and I must have like a belt. And, and not like I'm a business suit type of person. God, no. But I'm just like, I don't know. I 
I have to have clothes about me. I don't know. I, don't, I like being dressed. My wife doesn't. I don't know. It's weird. Um, opposites attract. But yeah, I have to get up. I have to get the boys dressed. I have to get, you know, breakfast and get Charlie his lunch because he makes his lunch every day. So we got to get his lunch packed and make sure he's got his water bottle because we live in the freaking desert. And so at their school or their school at his school, everybody is required to have a water bottle every day, which is a great thing. It really is. And so he's got this nice water bottle and he, you know, carries it with him. He's only gone through, oh, I think he burned through six water bottles last year because, you know, a six-year-old just drops shit on the playground. He's held on to this one. Good. Hoping. Um, yeah. Then it just becomes like our, our, our daily routine is pretty dialed in. And Charlie's in second grade now. So we've had this regardless of, you know, we've moved, but either way, we've still had our, our routine pretty much set in for a few years now. We've got it all down. And not that I'm like super scheduled or regimented or anything, but I've got a shitload of alarms on my phone just to get through our morning. And again, I'm not like super regimented or anything, but his school is far and I drive him and they have a tight window because it's one of the schools where you have to, you have to drop your kid off and there's like the little car line. Here's the drop off area. Um, it's a charter school, so they don't have busing or anything like that. You have to take them to school. You have to drop them off in their little, you know, child drop off area with every other damn parent in the school. And it's not a big school. It's like 150 kids. Um, I think I had more than that in like one grade of my elementary school. So, you know, different, different times, but it's, it's a pain. Oh my God, it's a pain. I forgot what this morning traffic is like. And right now, because I'm, I live in a developing city. Surprise, Arizona is a suburb of the suburb of the suburbs. But, and it's one of those, and I always joke, there's like, surprise, people still live out here. But right now the city's doing all these great improvements and stuff and all these road projects. And they're taking these, these major roads in the city that cross other major roads and they're building overpasses and like the, uh, there's a, the BNSF railway big. And if you know BNSF, they, they run commercials sometimes. Um, but they are just a big shipping, they have their rail line, you know, hauls crap cross country, stuff like that. Uh, cars coming from China that are unloaded in California hop on their little train cars and on these rails that cut surprise Arizona right in half. It goes right down the damn middle of the town. And there's like that little auto yard that, you know, where they basically stage here. Let's unload cars. Let's put them all here. We're going to stage them and ship them, send them out off to the dealers locally, yada, 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 all that stuff. Well, that damn thing is basically like right there. And it basically crosses two of the biggest roads, the only big roads in town. Well, so they're building bridges over just straight up. They're going to build, they're building huge bridges, like highway overpasses to just completely bypass the train. So if this, uh, at four o'clock in the afternoon, a train comes through, you don't have to stop because dear God, if you get stuck behind a train, you will be late. I was 30 minutes late 
for work one day when I left 10 minutes early because I got stuck behind a train. Trains suck. Um, trains are great for things, not for traffic, especially in the middle of the day. Um, and because I work odd hours, you know, the trains typically come through overnight when nobody's driving. It's not a big deal. Unless you're the asshole like me who's working overnight and gets stuck behind the train at one in the morning. But with all this road construction, all this road construction is on my route to school. So the magic school bus is suddenly stuck in gridlock. And that ain't fun. Um, and I, I, I could deal with it. And again, I'm, I'm not super regimented, but I've, I've got a schedule. I've got an alarm that says, hey, we leave. Like, I've got an alarm that says, we start putting on shoes and getting packed up and er make sure everybody's got all their stuff at this time. And then it's like, okay, I give us like 10 minutes for everybody to get shoes, and like socks and shoes, make sure lunches are ready, water bottles filled, backpack is is loaded, everybody's ready, get the baby in the car seat. We got 10 minutes to do that before we have to leave. And then I get a whole other alarm that says, all right, now it's time that we, we need to leave. And even that alarm has enough to where I can hit the snooze twice and we should still be able to make it to school on time. Fair. And lately, we've been leaving with that early. The traffic has been so uh, inconsistent, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, I'm just... It's been, people need to get some shit together. That's it. I'm not even talking about the construction people. I'm talking about the, the other people on the road. That's, that's my problem. It's not the people that are like, like me, the, the parents that are taking their kids to school every day. It's not the construction workers. They're there every day. Every day the construction workers are in these places. The roads are you know, narrowed down. Our big six-lane highway we take is two diverted roads in each direction. Fine, because they're completely replacing the roads. Fine. It's like they're doing lots of road improvements and stuff. It's going to look great when it's all done in like a year. Fabulous. I'm not bugged about that. We've been dealing with the road construction. I get the, I get the construction. It's the assholes who change their fucking route to work every day. Because every day, the traffic is completely different. I do not understand how it's like you go to work. Every day you get up, you go to work. I don't know many people who have varying schedules Monday through Friday of what they have to do. You pretty much, you get up, you go to work. If you get up, you go to work, you get up and go to work. If you're taking your kids to school, you get up, you take your kids to school. That really shouldn't change much in your Monday to Friday, but... In my neighborhood, it seems to. On my route to school every day, that sort of shit seems to. Because every day is a complete and total crapshoot on, are we going to make it to school on time because of a hundred other assholes who are on our route today for no fucking reason? Case in point, Monday. This past Monday, we get up, we get a... You know, alarm goes off, we get loaded up, we get in the car, we are off. It takes about 20 minutes to get to school. It took us about 25 minutes because there was some construction work. Fine. Like, at one of the lights, it gets a little, like, it bottlenecks a little bit, and hey, okay. 
Fine, 25 minutes, we're there. Tuesday. We get up, alarm goes, we get loaded up, we are off. It takes 35 minutes to get to school. Because suddenly, we're sitting in gridlock for 15 minutes because there's a shit ton of new people on the road going through the same area that we just went through yesterday. And we've gone through a hundred other times. And why were you not here yesterday? Where were you? Why, why, why did you suddenly decide to change your route or change your routine or whatever the hell? And it's not like it's a, oh, some route driver for, for a company in this, on this day of the week. And no, it's, it's just a bunch of other fucking guys. I was like, I, I, I don't understand why you can't be consistent. Why can't you get your shit together and just and get up, leave for work, go the same fucking way. If you're going to stop for food, stop consistently. Whatever. Get a routine. Get a, get a, get a pattern. Because you, Mr. I don't follow the same fucking route to work every goddamn day, are fucking with my route. You are messing with this magic school bus. And just on account, that's basically become the nickname for my van. Because all I really do in my van is drive the kids to school. That's it. That is all I do. It's drive the kids to school and drive home. That's it. I don't use my van for shit. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Bus tangent over. Um, but it's just... <sighs> I know. It, it, it's frustrating to the point where I, who am so good at bitching about people... I, I, I'm, I'm in an absence for words. I don't, I, it's, it's one of those, I don't understand the behavior. When I go a place, I go a place. That's it. Um, by now, this road construction has been here since April of this year. It is now mid, late August. They are almost done. With the bridge, there's like two months left of this job on this bridge before the big reopening of the bridge that they're building over the train. And people, it's like, you don't have your route picked out. You haven't worked your way around the traffic yet. Like, you're having to experiment. I, 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 I don't get it. Like, by, I figured that shit out in a week. Every day for a week, when they first diverted the traffic, I was like, all right. How's this route take? Is this going to be faster? No, there's a, this is kind of a rough way to go. This takes forever. All right, let's try this one. No, was, okay. After a week, I figured out this is the best path. Go through here, turn here, yada, yada, yada. I've got my route down. The end. Why, after six months, are people still experimenting? Why, after six months, is the traffic inconsistent? It's not like, you know, we're on a major highway. I'm not taking like a freeway where there's tons of accidents or anything. It's just more cars. It's just more cars on the road and we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. It doesn't make any sense. We're not living in central Phoenix. We're not hopping the I-10 every morning to cross, you know, to get across the city. You know, I'm, I'm not in a busy area. We are driving from one nobody knows about it suburb to another. 
And to be fair, it's the only road in that area that goes through this area. You have to take, it's, it's Grand Avenue. You have to take Grand Avenue because there's a, like a, a river, like a, it's a river, it's a dry riverbed. And so there's only like two roads in the area that cross over this dry riverbed area. So you have to take it. We live on one side of the river. The school is on the other side of the river. So basically everybody's got to take this road. Fine. Why are the same people not on there every day? I could plan if every, if the if the traffic was consistent every day, I could plan, okay, we have to leave earlier every day because the traffic is bad. Some days it's not, which wouldn't be a problem if you had a bigger school where you could just leave your kid there and like, oh yeah, they could get there like 30 minutes early and they go play on the playground and then the bell rings and everybody goes inside, fine, whatever. I mean, that's how it was when I was a kid. We'd get to school like 30 minutes early and just play on the playground and like, ding, go to class, fine, whatever. It's a, it's, it's a charter school. It's a very small school. He's got fewer kids in his school than I had in my second grade class. So it, it's not like that. He has a school where they don't open the gates for the school until 30 minutes before, and that's for the latchkey kids. Those are for kids who are paying to be in a, a before-school program so that they can hang out because their parents go to work early, whatever. But you can't even drop your kid off until 15 minutes before school. And then they all go to the gym and wait. And then they, you know, I don't know if they have a bell or not. Weren't, parents aren't allowed in there. <laughs> it's like, oh, no parents allowed. <laughs> no, it's just one of those. It's a small school. We don't need the crowds of parents in here to deal with it. I don't think they have a bell system. It's an elementary school. They don't really need it. You don't exactly move from class to class. It's not high school. But they you know, they have the pledge and the announcements and things like this. And then off to your classrooms you go. But you've only got 15 minutes to get your kid in. And if you are early, you can't drop off your kid. They straight up will not let you. You like 8.15 is when they have to be there. You cannot drop your kid off before 8. That's just the rules. So, small window. Every parent has to cram in. If So, I can't plan to be really early. No, can't plan to be really early. Because, say, oh, traffic was really, really shitty yesterday. I'm going to leave an extra 15 minutes early today. Well, I don't have the room. Because now today, there's no traffic. So now I'm suddenly 15 minutes early for school, and I can't drop him off. What the fuck am I going to do? I've got a van full of kids. That's not, no bueno. I can't just sit there and drive around for 15 minutes with, you know, four cranky boys who are just sitting there fighting over the radio. Uh, and... <laughs> And, uh, uh, that I I wonder sometimes about that because and I've talked in the past about how the AC went out in my van right now and oh yeah we live on the surface of the sun so naturally right now right now we're just kind of riding it out uh, we're just kind of it's like hey we'll get the AC fixed but it's gonna start cooling down soon so we've only got like a month of really hot to worry about and then it'll cool down and it won't be such a big issue and the heater works so we're fine all right. But 
So right now in the morning, we're driving to school and we're stuck in this shit traffic. So I've got the windows rolled down and the radio up so the boys can hear it. And I got to wonder what bystanders or, or passers-by are hearing or thinking when they see me, you know, long-haired ponytail guy with a bandana on with a minivan full of these really adorable kids because I have some ridiculously un inexplainably because like okay i'm not that great looking my wife is cute but i'm not that great looking but our kids are fucking adorable don't know why our kids are way cuter than they should be but i've got these four adorable kids in this van and in me and uh, and then you know i've got the radio turned up and so we got all this and then you got like rob zombie cram like blasting out the radio and the kids all sitting there jamming out in the back. Or you got Adele blasting out in the radio. And the kids jamming out in the back. I think the reactions to those situations are a little different. Yeah. I've said before, I, I'm highly musically eclectic. Music tastes and taste and everything's all over the all over the board. So the boys are the same. That's just it. Sometimes it'll stop on Marilyn Manson. It'll say, stop it, stop it. I want to listen to that. Sometimes it stops on Adele. Sometimes it stops on Pink or whatever. You know, I don't have any country stations on my, on my, my presets, so I don't stop there. But the boys have a wide variety. So, yeah, whatever. But yeah, it's, I, I wonder sometimes. <laughs> uh, joys of school days. Only eight more months left to go. <sighs> All right. Now, enough about bitching about traffic. Let's let's get on to some stupid people, shall we? Okay, this week, I've, I've got a lot more stories this week because, like I said, I've been building news stories for the last three weeks. So, in this case, I've got a bunch more people to bitch about. Um, and I totally, I'm not, I'm not picking Pokemon stories on purpose. I'm picking what the fuck stories from the news, I promise. But I, I, I've been sitting on this one for a couple of weeks and I couldn't let it go. A woman in the UK filed a police report claiming that she was raped by a Pokemon character. Uh, this isn't like a, you know, somebody in a, in a Pikachu suit, you know, jumped her on the side of the road or something. She, uh, long story short, it's just, it's so stupid. I, I I'm a, I'm at a shortage of words. Um, Basically, she fell asleep playing Pokemon Go. She has a dream where she is being assaulted by a Pokemon character. She wakes up, turns on the game, and she's got like the, the AR turned on so you can like look around the room and see the Pokemon in the room. And she wakes up and she turns on her, her Pokemon Go and sees a Pokemon on her bed and then sees it run off. So, she's claiming she was raped by a Pokemon. 
real life claiming she was raped by a Pokemon. Obviously, she doesn't understand how the game works, or it's all just, you know, in the computer. I, I think the best part of this story is that not only she's like she's she's uh, she's got a boyfriend. He was there. She wakes up. She freaks out. She tells him, "Like oh my god, I was just raped by a Pokemon!" Ah. And he's like, "Go back to bed. You're you're being great. You're dreaming. Go back to bed." She calls the fucking police and and says she was raped by a Pokemon. And their response, you need to seek psychological treatment. Apparently, her boyfriend later told her the same thing after she was so convinced that she was raped by a Pokemon that her boyfriend and her family have sought out psychological treatment for her. Oh my god, people are dumb. I don't even have to... I don't even... The... 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 The making fun of the the torment the what what more can I say about this woman it's it's you've probably sat there, oh my God, what a fucking idiot this whole time since I started speaking since I started telling this story i'm I can feel your eyes rolling back in your head so far you can see your toes with what the fuck is wrong with this woman there's really no words for the amount of stupidity other than she needs psychological treatment um ah <laughs> uh, in other crazy fucking bitch news and and I say crazy fucking bitch with the utmost respect. Um, <laughs> it's great how people say shit like that. Oh, I'm such an asshole. Um, a woman in Vietnam, in an attempt to get a big insurance payout, cut off, cut off one of her feet. And part of her arm. I shit you not. Again, in Vietnam, apparently she paid a guy about $2,000, like, whatever the hell the conversion rate is, but the equivalent of, like, $2,000 US to cut off her arm and foot and then claim to have witnessed said injuries being sustained in a railroad accident, saying basically saying, "Oh, she got hit by a train, and the train cut off her arm and her leg, and we're suing the railroad for, uh, you know, filing with the insurance and supposed to be trying to get like this big, like hundred and fifty thousand dollar, whatever the fuck, huge ass payout from the railroad system, uh, and they figured they, you know, did their little insurance investigation because when you're an insurance company." You basically believe everybody's full of shit. Everybody's full of shit. When you're the, the injury insurance people, you know, you, you have to assume everybody's full of shit only because there's fucking crazy bitches like this cutting off their fucking arms and legs to make a false claim. How desperate do you gotta be to make, to, to, that's a commitment. That is a fucking commitment right there. It's like, I'm going for the big insurance 
fraud payout, man. I'm gonna, I'm willing to sever a limb. Fuck two. I'm willing to sever two limbs in order to get this big insurance payout. I don't know why I suddenly made the little old lady from Vietnam sound like, you know, Billy Bob from, from, I don't know where racist stereotype. Uh, but if I tried to do a Vietnamese old lady accent, I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd get some sort of a lawsuit for hate mail or, you know, somebody would say I'm racially insensitive. I'm not racially insensitive. Everybody's a fucking dumbass. Um, <laughs> if I mention I'm an asshole, I think I mentioned I'm an asshole. Oh. But yeah, the, I think the best, the, my favorite part of this story, when the police and the insurance investigators found out that this woman was, was full of shit, when they found out she was faking it, and they brought them in, they didn't charge them with anything. They were arrested and, 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 and questioned and all this, and they, I guess, I assume they came clean. But when everything was found out, they didn't charge them with anything because they don't have a law that encompasses that type of fraud. It's like, we don't have a law for something like this. There's nowhere in the book that tells us, like, yeah, they're not getting the payout because eh, it's not a valid claim. That's the best they got. But as far as, there's nothing criminal that they did, technically. Um, there's no law that says you can't pay somebody to cut off your foot. Um, there's no law that's, that stops them from a, minus the insurance fraud bit. They technically didn't do anything illegal and they didn't get away with it for the insurance money. So they technically didn't commit any crimes. And so like the police let them go. They're like, we probably need to reassess the laws a little bit. But yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I, I will admit. When the hell is that situation going to come up that you have to have a law saying it's illegal to pay somebody to sever your limbs for the insurance money? Because, I mean, how often does that happen? Really? And I, you have to assume that their whole mindset was, uh, come on, I think she's probably suffered enough. Dumbass went and cut off an arm and a foot. I don't think we need to stick her in jail. <laughs> She's not getting the money. She's out the money that she was trying to get, plus what she paid this guy to lie, plus an arm and a leg. Yeah. Let her go. Let her go. She's fucking dumb. Ah. This is probably the only time I'm, I've got lots of unrelated stories other than just stupid Fucking people. God, I love stupid people. They're so easy to make fun of. Uh, I, mean, I can make fun of anybody, but it, the stupid people make it so much easier. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Uh, these are stories this week. These are just stories like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, let's see. Next one. Story number three. Have we had a story? We haven't had a story number three before. I'm kind of limited. Up to, again, we're, we're behind. I've got to catch up on the stupid people news. Um, SAPD, that's San Antonio Police Department. That's my dad and my brother live in San Antonio, Texas. SAPD suspended an officer for choosing 
to sit down and eat at the Whataburger instead of providing backup to the officers outside the Whataburger. And for those of you who don't know, Whataburger is it's a, it's a hamburger chain. It is a Texas-based hamburger chain. Um, when I lived in Texas, I actually lived in the founding home of Whataburger in Corpus Christi, Texas, where there are 50 fucking Whataburgers in the goddamn city, and you can literally stand on top of one and see at least three more. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's basically like the official burger of Texas, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, SAPD officer suspended. He basically, he shows up to the Whataburger. There are officers outside dealing with a, a disorderly suspect, as it would say, uh, an intoxicated person, air quotes, um, outside. And he walks up to the counter and make his order, makes his order. And they're like, are you here to help them? Or, like, oh no, I'm just here to eat. And he sits down in the corner and eats his food while the other officers outside are, are wrestling with this drunk guy. And they had to call for backup because he wouldn't get off his fat ass and eat the, and help with the fucking takedown or whatever. Like, you're what? You're here. Fucking help. You know, he claims that they, uh, that when he showed up, they had a guy in cuffs and he was getting hauled away. They're like, no, he sat down. We had to call for more backup because he wouldn't get up. He was right there. He refused to get up and assist us in the arrest. So we had to call for more backup because this lazy motherfucker wants to eat his goddamn Whataburger. Now, I will say, in Texas, that's entirely an option. That is something that would absolutely happen. Somebody will sit there and choose a Whataburger over a whatever the fuck else. Texans are just like that. That's just the way they are. And I hate to say it. No, I, I repeatedly say it. Texans have some fucked up priorities about shit. Um, they will choose the Whataburger. They will choose the Dr. Pepper. Even if they call it Coke, they will choose the Dr. Pepper. Uh, I just... But he was, yeah, apparently this all happened... Apparently this happened back in July, and he's he was suspended for 30 days... And apparently this guy's been suspended before for excessive, uh, being excessive of a violence or being too aggressive, I guess you say, in a takedown. I think he like put a guy into a wall unnecessarily, stuff like that. It's like he went from, I'm going to rough this guy up, bam, to I'm going to sit here with my, my bacon, uh, jalapeno Whataburger. Nah, sorry, you, you you can't flip-flop like that. And in all likelihood, he's going to end up getting fired soon because he'll probably do something else stupid, obviously. Um, but I, I just love this, like, the fact that this is two things I'm highly familiar with. I'm familiar with San Antonio, I'm familiar with Whataburger, and when I read the article, I know exactly which fucking Whataburger it was at. <laughs> like, this is by my brother's apartment. Uh, but it's like, don't go to that one. The cops won't help you. They're too busy eating. <sighs> okay. Ah, fucking Whataburger. I don't even eat the burgers at Whataburger. I, I eat their chicken. I'm, I'm not too fond of their burgers, and that's just me. Um, They're flat. I don't know. And they're expensive. But whatever. That's me. Some people, I guess, the entire state of Texas disagrees with me, I guess. 
Oh, well. Um, <laughs> so last story of the day. And, and, and this is, this one I call, I have to say, this is kind of a double-edged sword because this is a good story. This is a great story. This is a woohoo. You did a great job. Way to go. Oh, fuck. Baseball player hit a grand slam. For those of you not familiar with baseball, he literally hit the ball out of the fucking park, over the walls, out of the park, into the parking lot of the baseball stadium, and hit his own windshield. Yep. Let's see. Brandon Thomas. I'm going to read my own handwriting. Brandon Thomas of the Gateway Grizzlies of... I'm going to totally fuck this up because I'm not from Illinois. Saget, Illinois. S-A-U-G-E-T. I'm, I'm going with Saget, Illinois. Um, he hit a grand slam, which is great. You know, puts his team ahead. It's like every, you know, four in, four runs in. Great. You know, three runners on base. He hits it. Four runs. Great. They're Puts them ahead. They end up winning the game. He gets out to the parking lot at the end of the game. And his windshield has his fucking ball in it. Completely fucked his windshield. And I'm like, oh, that sucks so bad. But he had, apparently he had a, a sense of humor about it. Because, I mean, it very rarely happens that somebody hits a grand slam. Because it's a, it's a specific set of circumstances. You've got to have, all the bases got to be loaded. So you got to have three guys on base already. You know, I'm explaining baseball. I'm sorry. And then you got to hit the fucker out of the park. That doesn't happen very often. It just doesn't. So, you know, it's a damn great stat to ever have on your record, especially when you're like a minor league player in Illinois. Who the fuck really knows who the Gateway Grizzlies are? Sorry. Unless you're in the area, nobody gives a shit. So a minor league baseball player... Hit a grand slam. That's a great stat to have, period. And, he, and, he, and it just sounds great, doesn't it? It's a great name for it. It's a grand slam. That's why fucking IHOP uses it. Do I have that right? No, I'm sorry. That's Denny's. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Denny's and IHOP, for getting your 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 catchy names crossed. My bad. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> grand slam and hits his own truck. But you know what? He tweets a picture of his windshield later after he gets out there still worth it because fuck yeah it was worth it i don't care he fuck he could have caved that shit could have hit his truck like a meteor and blown that bitch up still worth it he hit a grand slam so congratulations to you mr brendan thomas of the gateway grizzlies on your grand slam and i'm sure your insurance is covering the windshield okay that's been fun. I've, I'm so glad I finally got to get back on the mic this week. Uh, but that's going to do it. I think I've, I've rambled on for long enough. So, remember, everybody, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, check me out. Find me on iTunes. Subscribe to the Odd Dad Out podcast on iTunes or Google Play or wherever it is you find your podcast app. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think of the show. If you think it's it's terrible, let me know. Let me know what I can do better. Let me know what you think is great. Because I can't fix the show without you. And in in the meantime, 
follow me on Twitter at Odd Dad Out or on Facebook at Odd Dad Out because I, I honestly I'm on Facebook more. Unless you're up at 3 a.m. and I might be there on Twitter, but check me out on Facebook and Twitter, and you can find the links to all of these stupid stories on at the website odddadout.blogspot.com. I swear I'm working on my own domain. Um, and remember, you can always check out my other show, Mom and Dad Cuss, at momanddadcuss.blogspot.com, and my buddy Mark at What's Happening with the New Man. Check him out. He's just—he's just crazy mad scientist Australian. There's really, there's no words to describe Mark. There really isn't. But he's a hell of a guy. So check him out. He's cool. Uh, he's just mad scientist. Best way to put him. Mad scientist Australian. Um, rad guy. Great show. Um, watch out for the chickens. And until next week. <laughs> I'm Adam. He's <laughs> the odd dad out. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs>